put on this bit. Well, good day, everyone. Welcome to The Calling Vision, where we're exploring changing the world when you align and partner with the vision that is calling you, the vision that has selected you to bring it into form. This is B.B. Harding, your host, and today I have as my guest, Chantel White. Welcome, Chantel. Hi, B.B. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for being here. All right. So uh, before we get started, I'll just say a few words about Chantel. Um, I first met Chantel back in 2011 when both of us started the Equine Gestalt Coaching Program. We were in the same cohort. And um, so we got to know each other throughout that our time together in that program. And then, um, you know, things went on. And then it turns out that Chantel and I have now um, showed up in the same program with Chris Angel called Groundswell University. So when I first met Chantel, I was aware that what developed was a real passion for working with body image, especially with teenagers or young girls, teenagers, and women. And that was a real passion for her, and I really could recognize it. It was kind of like, you know, if you could resolve the issues around how you looked, how you felt, whether you were good enough, whether or not you could go past the shame of being the way that you were, you know, that you could become much, much more empowered. And so that's where, you know, I found Chantel focus, you know, when we first, you know, started going through the program. Maybe not so much first, but, you know, as we got towards the end of the program. So, you know, times have changed, and Chantel has branched out a little bit. Um, one of the other ways that the two of us have crossed paths is that we both have done things that are, I'm going to call it in the field of spirituality, kind of like helping people look at other ways that of how they're defined. So it turns out I'm using him as design, and one of the things that Chantel does is her um, Akashic Record reading. And so we get to share, um, share our woo-woo, so to speak. Yeah, we're woo-woo, BB. It's okay to be woo-woo now, I think, though, right? It wasn't before. Yeah, I know. When I first started getting involved in the woo-woo world, it was definitely not okay. Yes. Um, you know, it was my secret life. The one I went to work, I did my thing, and then over here on the side that nobody knew about, I had my woo-woo life. Exactly. And, uh, yep. So um, some of the things is that uh, Chantel feels like, you know, she is, she's gone through her own healing journey, as we all have. And, you know, some of the things that, um, you know, she's looked at some of the, what I would call traumatic events in her life. And some of the things that um, have shaped her, especially over the last few years, where she is becoming, you know, coming out and being more individually involved. And one of the things that she does is she works with the horses, um, and um, you know, works with the people to help them find who they are, so that they can live truer to who they are. And what is it? I kind of remember the tagline that you have on your, on your. Um, on your emails, it's something like "Be brave, be you," and something else. It, what, yeah, what be it? brave, be true, be you. Yeah, That's, yeah, yep. And I really like that. Every time I see it, I go, "Be brave." That's the one that I go. Yes, I probably need to start doing that. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all need that? Yep. You know, those times of bravery in our lives. Yeah, and you know, you've exhibited that, and I've talked about that. In the, you know, especially in Chris's program about, you know, 
what it's like to be brave and stand forward. And I know that I'm, I'm starting to step into that more, you know, personally. So yes. well, thank you for being there, you know, for being brave with me. Um, I know one of the things that Chantel uses to describe herself, I, I wrote this down, is um, he's known um, as the horse-partnered and grounded country girl who yes. is passionate about supporting her clients and living an authentic life. Her message is simple. I love this part. Her message is simple and not always easy. Stay true to who you are and everything will work out. So if I left anything out, don't tell that you feel that people should know about you. Yeah. Thanks, BB. I mean, you, you, uh, you touched on a lot of things. Um, I think along my journey, like I actually even teared up as you read, read that because it's so important to me. Um, and I just think about the times that I wasn't true to myself and how hard it was. <laughs> and I think that's why, um, you know, I have that quote of being brave because it, it takes a lot of bravery to be true to yourself in this world that tells you to be anything but. Yes. You know, do this, be this way, show up this way. Um, look this way. That's why I started out with body image because it was something I struggled with, you know, so hard as a woman. And, um, you know, you know, some days I think that still gets in my way. You know, it's one of my uh, Achilles heels, I'll say, even though I've done lots of work around it. Um, but yeah, all those ways that we've been told to show up instead of actually just being ourselves. Yeah, boy, I can really relate to that. Yeah. Um, I, the more, you know, I retired back in 20, what, 2015. And, you know, I joked at the time that it was going to take me two years at least to undo everything. And what I found is taking longer than that. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, you know, really aware that there's a lot of things where it's kind of like, you know, you talked about keeping your secret self, you know, the, you know, where you didn't pay attention to your intuition until you absolutely had to. Yes. And, um, and it's just like really recognizing that the choices that I made were really based on not being who I was. Yes. You yeah. Know? And, and the painful ones, right? You know, and you can look back at that. You think that that's the way you're supposed to live your life or do things and that it, it'll avoid, help you avoid pain. But when you look back at it, like for, for me anyways, I don't know if you can resonate with that, BB. When I look back at it, those were my most painful moments. Was, it was like it was almost fighting my my intuition and my true self to remain in situations that weren't meant for me. You know, like it's painful. And yet I thought I was avoiding pain <laughs> by, you know, just like, oh, I'll just push who I am aside. You know, I won't be woo. I won't be weird. I, I you know, I won't do the things that I want to do. I'll just show up and be who I've taught been taught to be. And that everything will be okay. <laughs> and it's it's such a lie that we've been told. Right. Well, you know, one of the things in my human design studies that comes up again and again is how it takes much more energy to not be who you really are. Yeah. You know, it, you know, part of that is like trying to sustain the math. You know, saying no when we mean yes. Saying yes when we mean no. You know, because we're people-pleasing. Um, or we're afraid of who we might be or how we might be judged and yes. how it takes all that energy away from just being who we are. It really takes a lot of energy. And I, 
you know, I, I became aware of that, you know, not only through my own personal work, but obviously with working through, through sessions with other people, you know, mostly women, because I've worked with mostly women, but men too, like men, you know, believe they, they can't be vulnerable. Like, I mean, they've been taught that, so they can't be vulnerable. And yet you can't have connection in relationship without it, you know, (laughs) um, but yeah, I think back of, uh, you know, even times where people will push down being happy, right? Mm, and yet yep. really happiness and joy is who we are. Yeah, well, what a great point, you know, where we deprive ourselves of being happy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's almost like there's a restraint. You're not supposed to have it too good. Or if I'm happy now, wait until the others do drop. Yes, the shoe drop thing. I think so many of us wait for that, right? So it's like, well, maybe I won't get too happy because then the shoe will drop and it'll be taken from me. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's like yeah. you're inviting the universe to punish it because we're happy. <laughs> yes, I think, you know, all those little stories we come up with along the way that, that you know, just hold us back. But you you nailed it, BB. Like when we're exhausted and tired, yeah. Like I hear people say this all the time. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Well, you're holding yourself back in some way and it's holding yourself back. We always think it's something outside of ourselves. Right. You know, and yes, I'm not, I'm not denying conditions. Like there is things that do stop us on our, in our tracks yet by the most part, we're, we're the one putting the brakes on. Uh, yes. In fact, I always get an image for me of being like a reining horse, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I think what happens, you know, is that we just get to a point like I have in my journey so many times and I still, you know, go back to that pattern. It's just like, I can't, I can't fight this anymore. Like I think our soul is sitting there going, do this do this, do this, do this. <laughs> and we're like, no, 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 I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not ready. Or I can't do it because I, I have no money or I can't do it because, you know, the sky might fall. And then eventually I think we just get so tired of fighting ourselves, <laughs> our, our truest <laughs> part part of ourselves. And we we end up stepping into it and go, oh, wow. Could, could life be that easy? Like, could it be that good? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. So, yeah. you know, what do you feel? You know, it's like you said, you know, your soul kind of coming to do this, do this, prompt, prompt. But what is it that you're feeling like you're being prompted to do these days? Well, I find my soul is very annoying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just mean, you know, I think maybe, maybe like for my belief, you know, heaven is like, you know, like tap, 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 tap until I get it (laughs) but right now what my soul is calling me to do is it you know I don't know if I've had have it completely figured out and I think that's part of it isn't it BB it's like you just get little glimpses of it it's like I don't get to have it all figured out but what my soul is asking me to do is be more than just the equine gestalt coach that I've been doing for for over a decade and that was a really hard realization to come to. I fought it right? and I got very tired and I actually started not wanting to get out of bed anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ugh, 
I just don't want to do this anymore. And so what my soul was asking me to do is be more, whatever that looks like. And so I actually even changed my company name on a whim, ah. on a complete whim. And I mean, it's in transition right now. I mean, it's my old name's there, my new name's there. You know, I might look like a, you know, a crazy person in some people's minds, especially in the business world, right? You should, should do things certain ways. But I changed my business name to Country Girl Coaching because I just seen, and you know what? My soul lit up when I did it, BB. And that's mm. how I knew I was on track, right? Right. So how and did you feel that? I mean, it's like you said, your soul lit up. You know, how did you feel that? Mm. If that was true. That's a good question. I think mostly I feel things for me and my heart. You know, my heart, instead of feeling very closed down and shut down and, um, I, you know, I would almost say like some people might say depressed, you know, instead mm. of feeling that I felt open and excited and expansive. Like I just felt more alive with the decision. Like it was like, there was life back in my body. So, you know, going back to your comment, it was like, I stopped holding it back. Like, oh, well, I can't do that. No, this is the, this is the way Chantal shows up in the world. Right. I was doing to myself what, you know, <laughs> I didn't want the world to do to me. And yet I was doing it to myself. It's like, well, hmm. no, I'm an equine gestalt coach, which I still am I'm not giving yep. it up. And I, I want to help people in other way, other ways. And that's where the Akashic records came in. Right. And, you know, I've taken a lot of training, like a lot. And I'm sure you can relate to this, BB. I oh, think, yeah. you know, <laughs> us little soul seekers are, are always on those little journeys of, oh, let me pick this up along the way and learn this. And, and so I have a lot to offer outside of the horse work. And I wasn't allowing myself to be open to that and what it looked like. So how have you balanced, like, you know, keeping your soul lit up, so to speak, yeah. and the fact that you don't know what the hell you're doing? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a great question. <laughs> I think if I was to have to pick one, one side of the, you know, the balance of that, I think following what my soul is asking me to do um, will allow me to start seeing the points. I think it, it comes back down to into trust, trusting mm -hmm. that I will know what I need to do as, as I need to do it. You know, so for the first, first bit of it, it's just like, okay, I felt like it was time to change the name. Okay. Of the coaching. I like that by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it feels light and it feels fun. And that and it feels like me. Yeah, well, not only that, but it really, I mean, I almost see it, you know, based on where you live, since I I know that you've moved since I saw you um, yeah. up there. But I mean, Country Girl is so appropriate for that jurisdiction. Yes. You know? So it's kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, capitalize on it. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And well, I just started having fun with it. Like how many things how many lessons can I share from a country girl's perspective? A lot. Cause that's who yeah. I am. Right. <laughs> You've got a whole cascade full here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it just kind of, it felt more playful and fun. And I think in the end, um, what I've learned on my journey is 
the things that feel playful and fun and exciting are actually what our soul is asking us to step into or, or part of the vision that's being, that's calling us ahead, right. Or calling us forward. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Cause I really feel that some of the stages, especially, you know, going like COVID forward is like, has been an invitation for people to get in touch with what it is that really makes them feel alive. Yes, is that makes it feel good to them as opposed to, you know, the drudgery or the let's get up every morning, let's go and work, let's go do this, let's go do that. And people have started to be able to discern, you know, I really do like this and I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. And and actually taking the step to pursue, I really feel good about this. Yes. You know, the, so, yeah. I, no, I think that's the way yeah, to get yeah. moved by your soul, right? And your vision. And it's so opposite, so opposite of what we've been taught. And I think, you know, if there, I, I believe there's been many blessings in the last few years of, of the pandemic. And I think that is yep. one of them. That's one yep. of the big ones is everybody's went, hey, wait a minute. It, like it woke everybody up or, or many, not everybody, but it woke many up like, wait a minute, I don't maybe necessarily have to play this game anymore. Maybe I get to create my own life and look at things that I enjoy doing along the way. Um, but yeah, I think that that we often just get stopped in our tracks trying to follow everybody else's rules. Well, I think that's what the pandemic did, was it stopped people in their tracks. Oh, sure it did. And yeah. it gave them an opportunity to reflect. Yeah, you know, which was not something that you could get by maintaining the lifestyle that we had pre-pandemic. You know, where exactly. we we blindly responded to what we thought our rule, you know, the rules were for us. Yes, and so we suddenly got to say, "I'm going to rewrite that rule." Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and what a relief! Yes. So when you look at, you know, all right, so your soul is calling, and it's. Kind of, you know, it's the part that makes you feel good, you mm -hmm. know, when you're doing it. Are you able to articulate what it is that you're being asked to step forward into? No, not not really. And I think that's the most difficult thing for people. It has been for me and anybody that I've talked to in regards to this, because we want to be able to explain it. Mm. We the want point. to be able to explain We've gotten so conditioned to in that way too, to explain ourselves to other people. And yet it, it can't be put in words. Like you can put it in some captions, you know, like it feels like fun. It feels like joy. It feels light. It um, feels like you're alive. You can put that to it, but like, it's like, you know, it, that's why I think it's so important, especially in the newness, like, you know, when you're in the newness of your vision to not share it with too many people because they'll be like, well, how are you going to do that? That what's your next steps? Well, I don't know. Like I've, <laughs> I've, I've had people look at me like I'm half whacked for the last, probably at least, I mean, maybe my whole life. I don't know, baby, <laughs> but I'm even thinking of my journey. Like, um, I'm selling my place, my last place. Mm-hmm. I tried everything I could. And I think people can relate to this. I tried everything I could to make that place happen, right? To make it work for me. Um, 
And every single time I went to try and, you know, I was trying to move houses on and cabins onto this property because it was in, I had an old mobile, you were in it (laughs) and it wasn't, it wasn't efficient. It wasn't an efficient home for me to stay in. I wasn't able to afford the heat and the electricity and all of that. And so I kept looking at ways of, I could make it work. And then one day I sat down in a big cry fit, which is usually where I get my answers. (laughs) And I'm like, Ah, like why? Like why is nothing working out? And then I sat and I'm like, is this what I really want? Mm. I was trying to get that property ready to sell. And so when I tapped into my heart and my soul, it's like, no, it's time for you to leave this. It's time for you to leave it behind. And I sold it in three days, Phoebe. <laughs> No, it wasn't three days. Sorry. I signed the papers, went on a camping trip, was probably the best thing I could have done because I didn't think about it at all. Right. And the next day I got a call from the realtor. It was sold. And the journey of that was that I didn't have another property to go to. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of things like I'm, I'm a country girl. I don't just have a little bit of things. I had a skid steer and, and a tractor and horses and all kinds of things. And everybody kept going, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Well, why, why'd you sell? I don't know. Well, you know, and I actually had a family member in my life say something so funny that that one day and they're like, aren't you worried? And I said, no, actually I'm not. I don't know why, but I'm not worried. And she's like, well, I think you have enough people worrying for you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I couldn't describe to people why I did what I did. And people thought I was crazy. It was a beautiful property. I was getting it set up well to do, to see my clients. It was a like so much healing happened there for myself and others and people thought I was nuts. Yeah. And yet, and yet I had to follow it. Right. And I had no idea where I was going and whether it was going to turn out. And it Could wasn't it. until like two weeks before I had to get out of that place that this one showed up. And there you have it. <laughs> and there you have it. And it it is the same that has happened to me in my business. And that's what made me go, okay, wake up, Chantel. What is it that you want? And I wanted more. And it, and I think that's maybe part of your vision pulling you forward too, is you have a desire for more than what you're allowing yourself to have and do and be. I think a desire to be more is the biggest one. So would you, would you say that um, the vision, whatever it is. Yes. You know, the yet to be articulated fully vision that's pulling you is shaping you in the process. Yes. You know, yes, and is is having you look in a bigger way to see things in a larger perspective, as opposed to you know the narrow focus that you've done. So yeah. it's like you know, wake up, Chantel. We're expanding you. We're transforming you. We're increasing yeah. your energetic space so that you can hold more and do more. Yes, that's a great way of putting it, Vivi. And you know, I think that's where a lot of fear comes in and has come in for myself. And I've actually worked with people on this too. It's like that who I'm going to have to become in order to step into this vision is scary. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yet you're doing it too, right? You're doing yeah. it. And I think that's the part of the bravery. You you have to follow that regardless of knowing whether it's going to turn out or how it's going to turn out or what's going to happen. Because I think for me, like what I've looked back in my journey is the price I pay for not following that is like a lot of pain. And I'm not saying that growth isn't painful. It is. We know that, right, baby? Like it's painful, yet it's a different type of pain. It's because we're fighting it. Yeah. Well, I find I find that I find I fight growth too, just as yes. much as I yeah. fight, you know, anything else. It's like no. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and I know, like for myself, one of the things that I, you know is always put behind there is, if I do that, what are you going to ask of me that I can't do? Ah, and then, you know, how will I feel about the fact that I don't deliver, you know, kind of things Mm, even more so that I don't want to deliver. Like, for example, at this stage of my life, I don't want a full time job. Thank you very much. You know, I don't want to be doing things where I can't go ride my bike or, you know, do something exciting um, and have a little freedom to go. I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm not doing it now. Let's go do it. As opposed to, oh, God, let's schedule it on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that goes back to we have full uh, choice and we are the creators, you know? So that brings back the power of it. It's like, no, I like, thanks, universe, for pulling me forward. Um, but like, I'm not, I'm not willing to like do a full-time job for this. This is, you know, like, <laughs> and I don't think, I don't think, you know, for for my belief, you know, God universe um, would ask us to do something that didn't light us up. I agree. I agree. We just don't get that. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's where the fear comes in. And like, what if you ask me something that I just don't want to do? Or what if you ask me something that I'm not ready for? I think that's part of the preparedness. Like you, you had just shared is like, yep. I don't know what's happening, but I feel myself expanding. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know where it's taking me, but it's, you know, I am getting prepared. Right. And so it's like building the muscle, you know, like, um, you and I have been on that groundswell, you know, building some muscle, doing some videos. Well, if you would have talked to me five years ago or even three years ago and told me that I would be on video, I would have told you like you're on you know, some kind of drugs because like, you know, do a video. I stay in the background. Right. But yeah, because of, you know, the way life has changed and because of being called forward to do it, I've stepped into that. But before it wouldn't have been something that I had the muscle for. Right. Well, you know, I think giving yourself permission to develop the muscle. Yes. Is a huge step. It's kind of like um, having that compassion. Okay, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And it is okay if I don't do it right. And, you know, whatever yes. that is. And yes. I have permission to, you know, blow it all to hell. You know, yes. <laughs> and it's yes. still being okay. You know, it's Yeah, that's a big one. That's a huge one. And that's actually what I did when I um, did the country girl coaching. I'm like, okay, I'm changing Facebook and and. Instagram and I did it and I'm like I was just like I can't believe I just did that and I'm like you know what Chantelle you can change your mind and you could go back if you want to like so what if it doesn't work out 
Boy, that was a really hard thing for me to get, is that once I made a choice, it was okay to make another choice. Yes, me too. Somehow or another, I felt like once I made a decision, I was married to it. And I wasn't allowed to change my mind, you know. (laughs) And, you know, that ability to go, oh, well, if this doesn't work out, I get to do it again. It was like, what? (laughs) You know, somehow or another, that was a big step. Yeah, allowing the path to be messy and not so, you know, perfect and doing it the right way, like you said, um, allows us to be called forward in the vision, you know, because just because, you know, like you said, you and I started our journey together in 2011, just because there was that vision to start with then doesn't mean that it's still the same today. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, and so if, if, we don't allow ourselves to to step into the the more or the newness of it then yeah i think i think some in some parts of our our heart and soul kind of start like dwindling the light within us starts kind of going hmm, because we're squishing it down <laughs> turning off turning off turning yeah, off yeah yeah no i don't want to no. listen to you no this is the way things are done this is the way i do it I'm going to do it this way always for the rest of my days. So when you're confronted with make a decision A versus a decision B, what what are you aware of that helps you go, this is my next right step? Mm. That's a good one, BB. You know, and I, I've just been struggling with one right now um, myself, you know, because as an entrepreneur, lots of times finances are tight. Yep. Um, and so I started looking at, okay, like it's time for me to go out and get a job. And I had to swallow my pride on that one because, you know, entrepreneurs don't do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And I started looking at other jobs and then I even started looking at stepping into uh, a business, buying a different business and being part of a different business that's totally not aligned with who I am. But I started trying to like take pieces of it that said, oh yeah, but I would love this. And it wasn't that it wasn't true, Um, but I had to really sit down. So some of the things I do, um, and it was hard in this situation is like, does this feel light or heavy? to make this change? Does it feel light or heavy to do this? Because I thought, well, maybe I can do this other business for a few years. And that felt really light. But I knew it wasn't what my soul really wanted for me. Mm. My ego did because boy, oh boy, there's good money and success in this business. Right? This other business. Um, But what I did do is just kept checking in because it felt like it was a good decision to go that direction. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, maybe I don't have to buy into this business. Maybe I just help go in this business for a few months while I'm getting my legs in my new, my new vision going. And that felt really good, like really good. It's like, yeah, actually I started feeling excited. I started getting more energy because uh, I asked what would be good for me in that case. And what would be good for me in that case is getting out of the house because I am an entrepreneur that lives and alone and works from home. And so being in this space all the time has not been good for me. And mm-hmm. so it was like, okay, now, now this isn't just about money. This is about what's right for, for me 
as well. So it's all about nourishing the personality. Yeah. 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 And doing things yeah. that, you know, feel good to you. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you ever considered the idea of partnering with the vision or the soul calling? You know, for you, you use the term soul calling. Have you ever thought about partnering with it and asking it? What does it suggest? Or yeah. What? Yeah. You know, I have baby and I've had conversations with the divine um, a lot. And I will out myself. I haven't been well practiced at it in the last year. You know, I used to even do the Course in Miracles thing every morning where it's like, what would you have me do? Where would, you know, where, where would you have me go? What would you have me say and to whom? And I would say that every morning and I would just sit with that and I would listen to that calling or, you know, if I was going to make a decision, what does my, what does my inner being say about this, you know, or what, what does, you know, um, the divine say about this? I would ask a lot of those questions. I haven't been great at that um, I guess the last year wasn't good at it. I'm getting better at it. And that's, I think, part of the lightness of how I'm feeling mm -hmm. these days. Yeah, I, I'd have to second what you just said. I mean, it's like I learned the technique, having a, had awareness of it and everything else, but the actual doingness of it, like, okay, yeah. you know, let's partner with, you know, what it is that's calling me. Yeah. And it's like, what does it have to say? And it's like, you know, I'm getting to the point where I'm stepping into that and, and I'm, I'm stepping into it more from excitement as opposed to drudgery about yeah. how difficult it is to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially yeah. if I do it the long form, what I consider it, you know, yeah, where you're writing great. down the conversation. And um, so I'm working, working my way through that. You know, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like I haven't even, you know, like on that deeper level, like you just, you just shared and asked, and I, I guess I kind of missed that piece is like having the conversation with the vision and what's being called forward. I, I don't think I've done that very often. And that's such a beautiful way to, to really help it unfold and get tuned into it. Right. It's kind of like having conversations with our business. I was taught that by, uh, Deanne Rondeau, she's the one that taught Akashic Rec Records. And she says, mm -hmm. talk to your business every day. Like, what do you need from me? What do you want me to know? Like, what should, you know? And I'm like, wow, like, I would have never thought of that. But it, it makes all the difference. That's why I knew Equine Reflection was done. It was, it was yeah. ready to move on was having that conversations with it because it was born in a time as, as you and I have, um, been together on the journey and you've know a lot of my own trauma it was born within my trauma and it mm -hmm. and it and it helped heal a lot of others like i i helped heal a lot of others um in that 10 years and myself and it was just time for it to transition right right, right right yeah <clears throat> and so you know that's almost like speaking to your vision too, right? It's like, okay, so what's next? Like getting excited about that. What's next? Well, I know like for myself, you know, this podcast, first of all, I mean, I'm sorry. It's kind of like, I'm still taken aback a little bit about I'm doing a podcast because yeah. for, I don't listen to podcasts. And the my primary reason I don't listen to them is that I spend so much time in meetings and things like that with earphones on that the idea of listening to a podcast is not what I would call thrilling. It's like, oh my God, one more thing. 
you know, I mean, I get it, got the call to, you know, start doing it and to start doing it along these lines. And so um, I, I had conversations before each of my guests where I sit down and say, are there things that you would like me to bring forward? Is there a mm-hmm. question that you want me to make sure the person gets asked? You know, and those kinds of things. And it, I'm actually finding it kind of fun, you know, to, to look at doing it from the podcast point of view. And, you know, what I'm also is I recognize that it's a preparation for being even more willing to receive because I find that, you know, in order to, um, how do I, to step into the vision that's calling you, you've got to be able to receive, you know, you've got to be able to receive the energy that's coming to you Mm -hmm. and, and recognizing too, that the energy is the seed that's being planted, planted on the planet. And you're just one of the recipients, you know, not necessarily the recipient, you know, of that vision. And so it's like, you know, being a participant in a bigger picture is, you know, another thing that I'm learning in this process. Yeah. And how beautiful you stepped into it. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, it's a little scary, but like you said, it's, it's exciting and you're starting to see that it's fun. It's like, wow, like what else could be possible here? Yes. As I, as I keep following this. Yes. So if you were to take, you know, what you're aware of right now and Mm -hmm. you make the, the, I'm going to call it the Chris Angel statement of if break happens, the world will change. Right. Yeah. But have you got something that you would fill in the blank with? Mm. Well, I've had a lot of answers to that question, but you know, for me, um, one of the ones that have has stuck with me all along is if people just learn to be true to themselves, then the world would change mm. because so many of us have, they we've been conditioned to not do that. And what would, the world be like if everybody just kind of tuned into themselves and asked themselves the questions first mm. and, and listen to their own um, soul and the, the rhythm of what life is calling them forward to like, imagine the difference that would be made out there in the world in particular with people who are, you know, heart centered. And, you know, like I, I said, talked about light workers, if those type of people really stepped into the fullness of who they are look at the massive change that they would they would bring to the world because they would all be stepping into their vision they would all be following their heart they would all be tuning in and and being willing to be themselves instead of you know having all these masks or showing up this way or like you, you said people pleasing and all of those things i just I can imagine such a great world doing that. And I know for myself, that's what's changed my world is the more that I honor myself and who I am. And, and the more that I step into my authenticity, um, the bigger impact I'm able to make in this world. And that's huge to me because it can't really make it from the place of false falseness. Right. Putting on the mask and saying, okay, yeah, if you do this, just like me, if I can do it, you can do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
and being willing to not have it be perfect and and work it out, you know, as as you go, because that's part of being authentic. You're not going to, you know, have it be all perfect and you're not going to show up like there's days that I show up very authentically. And then there's others where I fall back into my old patterns of, you know, not sharing what I see or know or, you know, um, not following the messages I'm getting from, from my own guidance, mm. you know? Um, but imagine, imagine if kids were taught right from the start, right from the start, that the only thing they had to do in this world was follow their own heart and soul and be really true to who they were born to be like really true to that like think about what relationships would be like. So I'm I'm imagining, you know, like if you were able to project forward a generation where all of the students, all of the children, yeah, were living their life in their most authentic way. Yeah. How might the world look differently? Do you ever, do you ever see pictures of that? Yeah. Well, I see a lot of sensitive souls sharing their gifts, you know, because those have been squandered for so long. I see a lot more happiness and love being shared. Um, yeah. And the need for manipulation. And I mean, I know this is a really grand big picture, isn't it? Baby? <laughs> You know, but this need for power, control and manipulation would be gone. It mm-hmm. would be like everybody was connected in, in a way um, because they, they connected to themselves first. And then in that way, everything that happened with everybody else mattered. Right. You know, like I think it's when we shut our hearts down and when we shut down our authentic nature that people can start being cold and cruel and not even in, intending to. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just a reaction. Yeah. You know, yeah. to to what is perceived on that side. Yeah. 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 So if you were to give some the benefit of your wisdom, so to speak, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to our listeners, what would you want to share? What you know, you've is there anything in addition to like being yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, you know, it's, I, I think truth to me has been a really big, it's a really big messenger. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, you can say be, being true to yourself, but if you really started owning um, what's true for you, what is your truth in the situations? I think that's what helps um, build the muscle to being authentic and then showing up um, in a more, um, clean and clear way in life. And I know sometimes truth is hard, you know, because we have our own, you know, uh, personality truths, you know, or our human (laughs) truths. And then there's the spiritual truths. But if we can get those two to align, eventually get those two to align, like, hey, my spirit believes I'm enough and I'm worthy and that everything I do is okay. Oh, well, I don't really believe that right now, but let me see if I can start bringing up my truth to match that. Right. To align with what's really true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
and to recognize too that I mean one of the things that I kind of didn't like hearing was that it's really an inside job. You know? I know, right? <laughs> I would like to give some people the finger when they tell me those things. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all up to you. You're the one getting in your way. You know, all of those things. It's like, oh, especially when you're you're in the trenches, right, baby? Like yeah. when you're in the trenches, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, nothing's working out. <laughs> well, it's all on you. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, I think in honoring, um, just going back to the honoring of the truth, we can honor when we're angry, right? Yeah. You know, like, I'm mad about this. This pissed me off, you know, because that is part of actually like really becoming aligned with with who we are, right? But yeah, I I don't know. I just, I think unfortunately fortunately uh does all come back to us yes <laughs> and not that i like hearing that but yeah no and i don't think in a way of blame right i think that's yep. where we go with it we go with it like oh well i'm i'm broke so it's all my fault well no no like it's not a blame thing it's like it it can be up to you to change the situation yep. And so in that way, empowering yourself to, oh, this is where I'm at, instead of avoiding it and denying it, this is where I'm at. And I have the power to change it. Yes. You know, what can I do to be aligned with abundance? Yeah. You know, what can I do that um, that would allow me to change my patterns so that yeah. I can attract abundance, you know, instead of going. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Doing your personal work around, around how you feel about receiving money, you know, all of that stuff. And I think in the, in that way, it is empowering instead of disempowering. And so if it's a disempowering thought, then it's really probably not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not the way you want to go. It's definitely not the way you want to go. So start empowering yourself in different ways, you know, um, if it is up to you, what what are some small steps you can do to change? Yeah, and I think that you just hit on something. You know, it's like that breaking the patterns of what we've learned. Yeah. You know, we, we can't do this. We can't do that. You have to do this and what have you. And it's learning, you know, for our own selves. Um, you know, what is it that really is true for me? Mm-hmm. I mean, really true for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like looking at, okay, well, in this moment in time, this is how I'm feeling about things. And how would I like to change that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like you mentioned it. It's like, who do I have to be in order to do that? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I find that for me, you know, the challenge is how can I open myself to be better than I think I can be? Mm-hmm. That. Um, because, you know, my picture of, who I am and how big I could be is a lot of times very limited by my, my thinking process, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, wow, that's really asking, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. the condition you know, self, like, but then, you know, when you can start busting it, right. Yep. Oh, like what, it, what is this thought and what is this belief and where did it come from? Yep. Yeah. You know, is often probably always, it's not ours. <laughs> we didn't come in with that thought maybe you know i mean there is some past life stuff but you know like (laughs) 
<laughs> we won't go there today, right, BB? Um, <laughs> There's some past life carryover into that thinking. Yeah, that exactly. Hey, but yeah, just that that willingness to explore what what's holding you back, right? Like, and yeah. again, it's it could be just the thought, and and yeah. if you could let go of that thought or that belief, what would you become? Yeah, and I think you know, letting go of that pattern or that belief. I mean, those are words that can like roll off my tongue. But boy, the doingness of that, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it could be easy and yet I make it hard. Mm, yeah. It's like, you know, it, it could be just like make a new decision. Okay. It's easy now. And and then it's kind of like, there's this part of me that goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, you and I know, you know, learning in Gestalt and stuff like that, it, it is deep rooted, right? So giving ourselves yep. grace along the way of this is a deep rooted thing. And sometimes it takes a little while to dig out that root. And I would say it's a lifetime journey, you know, like yeah. we're always finding things along the way that kind of trip us up. And it's like, oh, here's a new one. <laughs> you know, like I found one today, actually, um, on a uh, on a call that um, a, a lady who does hypnotherapy took us through a meditation. And it was about the need for approval. I knew this one well. I knew it very well, even knew where it came from. I even had discussions around this, but there it came again. And I'm like, oh, there it is again. Let's let's look at it at a different perspective so that you can challenge it, right? But I think that's just part of the journey. We're never going to be completely without that, but the, the goal is to be with less of it and then become, like you said, more expansive version of ourselves so that we can step into this beautiful vision that is calling us forward. Yeah. Yeah. So if people wanted to get a hold of you, Shanta, what what would you give them? Well, <laughs> as I'm in transition, you could look up Country Girl Coaching, but you would only find me on uh, Facebook on that one for now. Um, my old business uh, web page will be still live for forever, so that that's okay, you know, as far as the URL. So equinereflection.com, you can check me out there um yeah reach out I'd love to chat you know I I enjoy connecting with people so we want to have a have a chat and get to know each other you know my my number and all my details are on the website awesome all right well Chantel thank you so much for your time today and the conversation that we've had I've had some fun yeah thank you BB see this was fun look at that (laughs) who knew who knew following the call could be fun yes All right. Thank you, Chantel, and thank you, everyone.